this week on the podcast, we talk about the movie that Encore fell asleep to. It's <laughs> Far Cry on the podcast. <laughs> Hello, how do you respond to the charges? Uh, I'm wide awake now. That's not true. Steve, ho- Steve, hello. Hello, my eyes have been opened by Far Cry. I was wide awake through the whole thing. <clears throat> uh, you, so you're saying that Far Cry made you woke? It was, yeah, it woke me right up. Exactly. <laughs> Chris, hello. What up? What up? Um, <clears throat> Tim, hello. What's up? Um, yes. The woke movie A Far Cry from Juve Bowl um, came out in 2007. We are adding this to our list of uh, movies. I should have our list open, huh? I don't have that open yet. Uh, what did we do last month? Was that Yakuza. Final Fantasy and Spirits with them? Yakuza. No, no, no. Yakuza. Our new oh, number we did one. Yuk- yes, our new number one Yakuza was last month. Yes, which goes all the way down added- to number 21, which is Blood Rain, also by Uwe Bowl. Just because you didn't have the list open, just here for you, dog. Just here for you. Nine, well, but it only goes. It's number. It only goes to nineteen. Yeah, it's made nineteen. <laughs> you're looking at. You're looking at the. Excel. Oh, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. Number. Rank. I I made I made the Excel mistake. The first row is <laughs> wow. The first yeah, row is yours. And we don't count. This guy doesn't data. Wizard. Oh, stop. Would you stop? <laughs> Would wow, you that stop? Was, that was a. That, you wounded him with that comment. <laughs> um. Yuve Bull, this is his third movie on the list. Alone in the Dark is at number 13. When are we going to get him on the podcast? Number 19. What's that? When are we going to get him on the podcast? Dude, I was reading about him. Did you know that he uh, set up boxing matches with his critics? Yes. Yes, I did know that. <laughs> yes, I did know that. As, this is how as we're. a promotional event. Has this is our ch- chance to meet him then. Perfect. Has, yeah. anyone, has anyone checked to see if he's on Cameo? Because, I mean, that could be. <laughs> is, he on, oh. is he on Twitter? We should definitely follow him on Twitter. You no, he official Twitter of UA, Uve Bull, but he only has four hundred twenty eight oh. followers. Yeah, I bet. Uh, I bet he gets most of his on Truth Social or wherever Tony <laughs> hangs out. That's probably where he gets all of his followers. Yeah, he seems like a real piece of work. Let's just put it that way. We talked about his tax schemes in previous podcasts. Um, this movie came out in two thousand seven, which was the height of him using uh, investor dollars in these movies as a tax write off for the German people. Um, this Ebola movie is also not on cameo. By the way, sorry, I just looked that up. Uh, that, that would be dope <laughs> if it was on cameo. I would pay for that. That would be the most pertinent tie-in for this podcast. I think yeah. we never yeah. heard back from uh, Tara Reid. I was going to say we yeah, yeah we Whoa. never heard back from Tara Reid, but we're going straight to the top now. With uh, I can't I can't believe she bigly does. <laughs> <laughs> I may have I may have uh, fudged the uh, the the request in some way too. You know, it was placed late at night. Uh. <laughs> it's, al- it's also impressive that uh, with the wee ball that we just said uh, to that 2007 was like the height of his uh, his financial schemes when we live in the day and age of NFTs and cryptocurrency, and he has not found a way to uh, finance a movie Dude, to, like through those he's, means. He's made his money. He doesn't need to make I any more you, money. I bet I'm you sure it's he's... happening right now. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think he does with his money? What do you think is like the three most extravagant purchases he made with his money? He's like a gambler. It's like as soon as he makes his money, he's got to invest it all into the next like piece of shit that he's gonna make a video <laughs> game movie, and then he yeah, just rides he, that he's high got, forever. He's gonna buy like a vanity piece, like in his home, that he goes, "Oh, this is what <laughs> fucking Blood Rain, the Third Reich, paid for." Like there's gotta be something <laughs> like that sitting in his house, and it's gonna be like this must ex- 
That must explain why the third picture of him on Google is him dressed as Hitler uh, with the Hitler mustache. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I googled him also recently. Yep. I I bet that, I yeah, that's Blood Rain uh, the Third Reich. I bet like the soldier uniforms that are, like in this this movie are like his like his vanity purchase from like his own personal collection. <laughs> right. Yeah. You guys can use it for the movie. Uh, he d- he does live unsurprisingly in Vancouver, which is where this movie was filmed um, and produced. Although, oddly enough, in this movie is there's a lot of details about this movie that are like just kind of wacky. All the actors are German. It's a German production. Um, so the main character Till Schweiger, who plays Jack Carver, um, who you know as uh, Stiglitz Hugo from Stiglitz. From Inglorious Bastards, he was also the foreign student in SLC Punk. I completely forgot about. Oh, that really? One. Wow! Oh yeah. shit! I've seen that wow. movie in many years. <clears throat> uh, he was in Driven, Joe and Max. Do you remember Joe and Max? I like that movie. I think it was an HBO movie. It was uh, Joe Lewis and Max Max uh, Schmeling, whatever his name was, the boxers from the forties. It's a good movie. Uh, Laura Croft's Tomb Raider. He was in the Cradle of Life, the sequel. Oh wow! Uh, oh well, that, that was right also in the next sixty days. Yep. <laughs> he he was also um, in Deuce Bigelow European Gigolo. No way. As Heinz Hummer. <laughs> Heinz Hummer. Nice. Yep. Yep. It's quite a resume that he has there. Yeah. I mean, he's been in a lot of movies. He was the he's the lead, obviously, and then like it just kind of goes down from there. You've got Udo Kerr, who's been like in a billion movies. Um, you might know him as the rich person that was in Ace Ventura: Pet Detective, who they like. Uh, were red herring due to believe he was the villain at one mm. point. Um, but he was also in Johnny Mnemonic. He was the bad guy in Barbed Wire. <laughs> oh, he was yeah. the psychiatrist. He, he was one of the, the yeah. head vampires in Blade. That fr- he's the one that Frost yes, 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 out of. Yeah. yes, yeah. yes. But also the, he's a, he's the Johnny he's... Mnemonic reference uh, that popped me. That was that was good. Yeah. Was a good <laughs> he uh, also was the psychiatrist in Armageddon. Remember that yeah. scene? Oh, yeah. wait, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, uh, good. He's in, he was in End of Days as well. Uh, so he's got, like, a very prolific career, um, Mr. Udo Kerr. Uh, he's a, definitely a character actor. He plays the evil German guy in literally every film. <laughs> um, what else? Who else is in this movie? We have... Um, Emmanuel Vosier, Vosier plays Valerie Cardinal. Cardinal, she was in Saw Two and also House of the Dead Two, uh, but she's done a bunch of TV. She's not that well known. And then the third person on the list of the cast was Natalie Avalon, who played Katja Chernoff. She has been in nothing really. She's been in a lot of German stuff, some Polish stuff. Uh, Ralph Moeller is played by Max Cardinal. Uh, plays Max Cardinal. He was in Beerfest, as we noted mm. during our watch. Also in Scorpion King and Gladiator. Yep. Well, well, oh, first yeah. we just glossed right over Polish cinema, just like that, as dismissed it as nothing. <laughs> but I think I think we got to cut to the chase here and get to the the true uh, star of this movie or cameo star of this movie. Let me. Can I ask a question before we get there? Um, so. Clint Howard was in this movie as the lead scientist, and he's uncredited. What? How did we and miss? I don't. How did we miss I don't, Clint? Yeah, I don't. Oh, I, don't, I, don't I don't. I don't recall that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He's he's probably the cutting room floor. That's some cutting room floor subplot bullshit. I thought so Udo Udo Kerr was the head scientist slash the evil. Yeah. Guy. Also, there was like there was like um, no head scientist. But it's also like yeah. 
<laughs> you know, like well, that yeah. Unless he's like wearing a mask in like one of those like surgery scenes, and that's like he's the head in that room or something. Um. Well, he's just credited as the lead scientist. I don't know if he's the lead scientist. I don't yeah, really care. Comes across some, as the lead scientist. That's some fuckery. That's some fuckery. But uh, you know. Um. Were, were you talking about Chris Coppola who plays no, Emilio? No. Uh, no. <laughs> We no. will see him more in, in movies in the future, including Blood, Blood Rain 2 Deliverance. We will definitely no. see him in that one as, as well. So get, get, oh. get ready I for hope, that. I hope he plays the same character that he played in this movie. But you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> he's like UA Ball's oh, uh, De Niro. It's like, it's he's, just, in, he's, he's always got to have him. <laughs> he's in Postal too, So we've got him coming up in two movies mm-hmm. that we have to watch. Oh, he's in Super Buddies too. Super Buddies, <laughs> great movie. If you want to get very high and watch. <laughs> Which is the Airbud puppy sequels. This is the food oh, guy, God. right? This is uh, the food is guy. Is? I'm yeah. supposed to be the food uh, guy. Yeah, this is the I'm guy. He's always guy. <laughs> always looking for that meatball sub or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. don't sit on my meatball sub. But I'm I'm, I'm, I am hyping us up for the real food guy that's in the movie. Oh, true. Uh, <laughs> what a connection. Yeah. What a se- what a segue. Great segue. <laughs> No, nobody's so, going to pick that up. Do you want to deliver that? that do you want to deliver that news, Chris? Yeah. Anthony, Bourdain, <laughs> Anthony Bourdain makes a cameo in this movie. You blew the Bourdain reveal. Which you left way too much dead air on it. <laughs> <laughs> I went, I went too deep for this, but that could factor in huge <laughs> to the ranking. This is the only movie on this list that features That's Anthony true. Bourdain making a I mean, last I think, a second yeah. cameo. And he does. He does have a nice death. He has a good death. He just gets like cut in half, essentially, by a machine gun, which is pretty dope. Agreed. Very Rambo esque. If you weren't looking for him, you probably weren't gonna recognize him. Yeah, if you didn't know to look for him, yeah, one hundred percent, you would have missed it. Yep. Okay, he's in one scene and then he's out. It's very funny. Yeah. So did (laughs) any? Doesn't even get a line. Did any of you watch the no reservations clip that like leads up to this? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's so good. No, so, like, he basically, like, meets, like, Uwe Boll, and he's like, yeah, he's like, here's a guy who uh, basically films all these, like, cash-grab movies and, like, basically doesn't refilm his scenes. He just kind of, like, takes them as they come, and then, like, he gets, like, fixed like, a blood packet, and he's like, yeah, we'll just have you get killed over here. And he, like, talks about how it takes, like, six hours to film that, like, half a second <laughs> scene where he gets, like, blown away with the blood packet. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> and he's just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, he also, like, he... he... He talks so much shit about him. Too. It's very <laughs> yeah, funny. it's great. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, like, he also like, like to Boston and uh, kind of talk shit about a Howie Car when he was on the Boston episode. Yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah, Howie Car's a piece of shit. Um, nevertheless, uh, what is this movie about? Does anybody want to take a take a pass? Uh, this movie is about well, it's based on the game Far Cry. In case the title didn't tip you off, there. Um, <laughs> is it is though? Loosely, yeah. Is it loosely based on Far Cry? Um, but the plot of the movie is basically there are a bunch of uh, scientists and like mercenaries up in a secret research facility, and they're developing like a super soldier serum. And uh, this girl is a reporter, and she's got a, her guy on the inside, who's the guy from Gladiator. What's his name? Um, Max. Uh, Max Max Cardinal. Max Cardinal, yeah. Max. So she's trying to get like the scoop on this like, you know, super soldier research that's going on. And so she hires a boat captain, who's our guy Till Schweiger, and he like ferries her in. But of course he's like an ex commando and friends with the guy that she's going to meet. And so he gets sucked into it. Their ship blows up and they're on the island. And that's pretty much the plot. It's an action movie from there. 
Um, in, which is it's so, somewhat close to the original the original game like story. It's a, it's not quite yeah. the same. Like it's the, so the Steve, original you game. were like the, I think you were the only one last night who said like you I think played the original game or at least you had the most you had the yeah, most uh, the, you had the most it, accurate yeah. memory of the the first game. Like how does this compare to that? It actually I mean it, it stacks up pretty well. I feel like it like the the main beats are there. It's like you're a ship captain. You're taking somebody on like a charter <sighs> to this island. You don't know how it's like dangerous it is and then these mercenaries blow up your ship and you end up on the island and then you get sucked into like this kind of like survival story and then you stumble upon the super soldier serum and you become like a kind of like primal super soldier yourself so that's kind of in the movie like there's some changes but that's essentially Mm -hmm. what's happening there Um, yeah i've only played far cry three and four i've never played i want to play two because i've heard two is very good I wouldn't mind playing one either. I think the thing like to know about the Far Cry games when they first came out for people who are listening is that they were like the visual powerhouses at the time. Like everybody looked at those games and were like, holy shit, look at right. those graphics right. on the PC. Yeah. I got Far um, Cry 4 as like a, a download code with a graphics card uh, that I bought one time too. I, I, only, yeah. I only fucked around with it a, a little bit, but yeah, I, I, think it, I think it was supposed to show what the graphics card can do essentially. I remember, yeah. I remember the other big thing when it came out was that it had kind of like a more open world improvisational like first person shooter experience too. like the whole idea mm-hmm. that you were like scrambling everything that's become like staples of Far Cry. But like you show up on an island, you're trying to make do with like limited ammo. There's mercenaries that you have to take out, but you can do it in a variety of different ways and you can kind of just explore the island as you go. That was that seemed pretty new at the time, too. Um, like I remember yeah. them, them hyping that up. Um, the uh, the company that made the original Far Cry Crisis or Crytek would go on to make Crisis, uh, which was the game with, that everybody said can it run Crisis? Right, right. Because mm-hmm. it was just like pushing <laughs> the hardware. Um, I remember the the first Far Cry game like being in like Game Informer and like Electronic Magazine and stuff has been like oh look at how great these water effects are and like this is the future of uh, of graphics. And I gotta say I was not too impressed with the water visuals in this movie. As they were hunting, <laughs> as they were hunting for whales in like what was they like had a that pond or a lake. Scene, though. <laughs> hey, they did. But George, what about the whales? That's, oh yeah, those are the that's weirdest a, characters that's a, that's to a just throw in there. For the movie. Like the weirdest <laughs> accents. Those had yeah, to be German like, people was, that like were trying yeah, to speak English. Like, yeah. yeah, it was such a choice to have them speak like that. They could have had any kind of accent, and for some reason, he tried to make them fucking from Texas. George, and, all, George, yeah. and then yeah. the 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 wife was even worse than his than the husband's, and it just doesn't it didn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> so all, you, all the characters, customer service, like the, all the characters <laughs> are German. So like yeah. they're they all are speaking. Some of them have better English uh, English accents, or right? American but accents, as but a like, as a Till Schwager plays plays Jack Carver, an American, <laughs> and he obviously is German with that accent. Yeah. So. You know, you know what's funny about this is that uh, not to like be like a jump to the end spoiler, but we've already decided we're doing Rampage for the next movie, and uh, we're gonna have to discuss which movie has the worst George in it. Is it gonna be <laughs> Rampage next month? Or is it going to be the George of Far Cry? But I just want to—I want to lay that George. thought now before I forget it. So, I—I I didn't know we were doing Rampage. I wonder if that was when I. Yeah, you were—you were asleep. You were asleep. Yeah, you're snoring. You were snoozing. We yeah, didn't want to wake you up, so we we well, like, talked quietly. Yeah. To be fair, we tried to wake you up. <laughs> 
We did. We did try to wake you up. Yeah. The, we listened to Encore Snore. But yeah, so there's uh, the, the, the movie. The and it was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, so the movie starts with uh, our hero, quote unquote, being a uh, drunken asshole, taking a bunch of uh, Texans out and explaining to them the difference between German customer service <laughs> and America, American custom, customer service. And then ultimately he finds his way to the island with, uh, with our heroine and uh, hilarity ensues. So who would like to kind of take it from there? Oh, there's a scene where there's a Jeep chase and then she <laughs> spills out a grenade without it being on, which is a callback to Surf Ninjas when <laughs> he throws dynamite, unlit dynamite at guys she, behind him. She's just kind of that whole, that's like where it really like started to take off that there's like a weird slapstick, slapstick comedy yeah. element to this movie. Mm. Cause she's just reaching into this bag as they're like escaping these Humvees in a car chase. And it's like a giant bag of different weird weapons that she keeps pulling out. And she's like, mm. what's this? And it's a hand grenade. It's obviously a hand grenade. And she's like, I don't know what a hand grenade is. And then like throws How it. How does she not know yeah, what a hand like, grenade it's is? A ha- you're researching like super soldier serum. You don't know what a hand grenade is? Like, <laughs> She must have covered some military conflict. <laughs> like, at yeah. least they're going to pull a pin out of a hand grenade. Yeah, and then she like could, reaches, you... she reaches in and pulls out like the grappling hook gun that hooks onto the helicopter <laughs> and like ties it up and it explodes. It's just like it's comedy of But errors. it carries the car somehow. Right. Of the, from, I don't understand the physics behind that. Yep. But it was super dumb. Yeah, um, as soon as there would be tension on that cable like that helicopter is going down <laughs> like as soon as it would shift the weight of that thing yeah, it's not a big helicopter yeah it's like a news chopper basically <laughs> i think it would rip off the top of the car like the rip off the roof well the uh the or grappling the even grappling even hook, more so it would break the strap the grappling hook also had to when they the ca- car tape- as far as the plot demanded so that was yeah that was as far as <laughs> that's true that's it. it was pretty yeah. far it carried it for very and then the cable when the cable snapped somehow that Took the whole fucking helicopter down. I ricocheted up into the propeller. Yeah, like it was like yep. a bungee cord. Yeah. And then we somehow stumble into a ca- cabin. There, no one's scared mm-hmm. um, that they're on an island with <laughs> genetic super soldiers in yeah. a secret government facility. They just decide to take a nap in this. Uh, <laughs> I don't cabin. think anyone napped in that cabin. <laughs> There's no sleeping in that cabin. <laughs> that was the most awkward moment. Like. They're running for their lives. There's, like, this epic Jeep chase. He's kind of used to it. Sure, he's, like, f- former special ops or whatever. But she's just a reporter, and she's just like, oh, I'm cold. I'm just going to undress and just lie <laughs> in this bed. Like, <laughs> what are you doing over there? Like, it's... Did, they, did they have a fire going also? Uh, he, they he, definitely no, did. Not a fire. He lit, like, lit five lamps. lamps. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. yeah, yeah okay. Let's do oil lamps. He's definitely giving away their position. <laughs> right. Yeah, we have to hide. Quick, turn on all the lights. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's this, there's an awkward like sex scene where he gets into bed and she goes, "Is that your gun?" I was like, "Oh my god, who fucking wrote this?" Yeah, but then gun. but it was it was, it was his gun. gun. <laughs> it was slapstick. Um, now that that's out of the way, you can feel my yeah. dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was there were so got the two people wrote three and people then wrote they this. Fuck. Michael Roche and. Yeah, Guys, this Michael is a Roche. family show. This is a family show. Come on. <laughs> Peter Peter Shearer uh, and Masaji Takai wrote this. And I'm pretty sure those first two are German writers because some of the verbiage that they use in this, they said, like, uh, special army or something at one point. She's like, no, that's not what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was also, like, just weird 
things that would be like, what? This is not how people normally no. speak in real oh, life. Oh, so they're either he, like, he really bad writers. Though. He's a special force. Like in the uh, in the scene with the cabin right there, he's like shivering and he's like, I'm so cold. I'm going to get hypothermia. And like, mm-hmm. it's like, what? <laughs> no, he said, he didn't even say that. He said, I'm going to get hypothermic. Oh, is that oh, what he yeah. said? Yeah. 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 And it was, it was on the subtitles, it said thermia. It was so, yeah, that was so bizarre. <laughs> he's like, that's why I have to get in bed with you. I mean, not, not to, uh, not to put you on the spot, Mike, but this, did this get like a theatrical release like worldwide or anywhere uh, like where like maybe oh, this like did it. loose translation like i, lo- I looked kind of come through budget 30 million oh my box god box office take take no take take guesses budget 30 million box office how much two like, million probably like 500,000 800 grand is I what i was going to say i got 2 2 million i got five, you said 500,000 tim uh, yeah half and then you said 800, 800 grand, yeah. Because I think these are like seven hundred and forty. Wow. Seven hundred and forty-three thousand six hundred and thirty-four dollars. Damn. Damn. Tim That's wins cool. by Price is Right rule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think these are like consistent with the, the movies where like they are they are like <laughs> streaming service and like DVD. Like Netflix yeah. type. I think I think that's like where the money comes from. These, but thirty million is like. So much money for like. Where do they put that in this movie? <laughs> right in Universal's <laughs> pocket. It just goes right <laughs> into the pocket. <laughs> L- looking at the sheet, it is a bigger budget than Alone in the Dark and Blood Rain. I mean, the they had, had twenty, and Blood Rain had twenty-five. They had and it made perimeter, less money. perimeter and it made fences less we could money. see the end of. They had doors that they couldn't open. Like, <laughs> oh my god, that was really. Funny. Where did that budget go? I will say though, the. Wardrobe of this movie was probably the best for all of the movies of his. We saw. <laughs> it's true because it's they just true. wore normal I mean, clothes. Just... Yes, yeah. <laughs> this was a higher quality UA Bull film than the other UA Bull films that we that we watched. I think, like yeah. overall, at least like production value wise, we can yeah. we yeah, can we actually... can put the rankings conversation to the side for now. But production wise, <laughs> I, I will say it's the most consistent because Alone in the Dark is pretty up and down. Right. Blood Rain is pretty terrible. Blood Rain, but this one all down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, but yeah, this one's very consistent um, with their like outfit choices, their like lighting, the colors they use, uh, which was nice compared to uh, Blood Rain. And I will say the whole slapstick part of it was like s- super annoying when you when like they first put it, like started pushing that shit because it was kind of just in your face and blatant. It really was. But now it could have been the drinks. <laughs> but by the end of the movie, I was like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> That might have been the edible. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Mike. Do you um, do you want to give us a breakdown on Food Guy? Because you had the most visceral reaction to Food Guy. Uh, Tell us about Food, food Guy. Tell terrible. us about Food Guy. Audible, audible groans every time this dude even popped up on screen. Yeah. Well, he was like so forced. <laughs> it was like every line out of him was like so so over the top slapstick. He, it, he was probably the most enthusiastic of the entire. Right. So, th- so this movie makes an <laughs> there, odd creative decision to introduce Food Guy, but like. <laughs> about like halfway through and uh again mike you had the most yeah. visceral reaction so i think you should walk us through food guy it's just like it's just like the overweight uh arc stereotype archetype character who the first thing that he does when you see him is like i'm gonna eat my sub and he like talks like that <laughs> he's like i'm gonna take this big bite um nom nom it was like so it was like theater kid level bad acting also yeah, him, like, yeah. taking uh, an injury so he could eat too just, yeah. I hurt my back. Yeah. Better. Now, granted, I did like that there was a payoff. I did like that there was a payoff to his like what he was trying to eat in that sub, and you got this like 
you know, guns pointed at everybody, people getting shot at, and it was like, what, what does he want to eat so badly? And then we got the payoff. Well, he said meatball sandwich, but it was a, you know, meatball sub. But and I, was like, I, was like, I, was like, I was like, that's, that's fair. That's worth dying for. But he obviously plays a bigger part as the movie goes on. So, again, Mike, walk, walk us through Food Guy for the rest of the movie. Uh, it's a meatball submarine sandwich. I believe a submarine is a type of sandwich. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Mr. German, keep, keep going, keep going, keep going. Pedant. Um, yes. So he's the food guy. He does things in this movie. What do you want me to talk about him? Yeah, I think Chris. I think you have <laughs> okay. some thoughts so you need to share. There's, a, there's, there's, a, there's scene, a boat there's chase scene where we're talking about the slapstick. He right? falls off. There, there's a scene yeah. where where our hero, whose name I keep forgetting. Swallows the universal Hugo plot device, Stiglitz. which is like a key to get out of handcuffs. Uh, and he, yes. he's, oh, yes. he's the guy that is responsible for our hero swallowing this like universal key that can get you out of any handcuff on the planet. He is the guy that becomes <laughs> responsible for getting the, the boat that saves all the hero characters at the end. Again, it's again like this random slapstick character like who doesn't totally fit with a good chunk of the movie is suddenly introduced about like at the midpoint they just go we we just gotta focus on this guy for like ever even though like yeah you know what he is by the way you know what he is he is jar jar binks yes 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 that is his character yes this is what i was looking for yes like a disgrace to jar jar binks (laughs) (laughs) he's discount he's discount jar jar he's wish wish wish.com jar jar binks He was real bad. Really bad. I, I, real did, bad. I did appreciate when he showed up in the movie. I felt like like Till Schweiger is not a very good actor. He was just kind of like looked annoyed to be there the whole time. It was like just trying to be like the tough guy stereotype. Yeah. But as soon as this guy showed up, every scene he was in, I just noticed that Till Schweiger had like half a smile on his face the whole time. Like he couldn't <laughs> fucking believe it. And this is the dumbest shit he'd ever seen. But he's getting paid for it, so whatever. And like that was the look on his face the rest of the movie. So I appreciated that. Um, <laughs> that is true. It added to the charm of the movie a little bit, you know? Um, Yes. Uh, So uh, Max Cardinal, the uncle of Valerie Cardinal, becomes a genetic super soldier who ends up helping them in the the end. He was the one that was secretly passing tips to his niece at the newspaper and got caught. <laughs> that was, that was really funny. So they, He's on a computer sending an email and there's a pop-up that says, this is illegal. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Access <laughs> denied. It's like a computer ass. in the middle of a room, too. It's like the least yeah. secret computer you yeah. could select. <laughs> really wide open in that room. Like, lights are on above a coffee. him. There's, a, there's like glass windows all oh, along yeah. this hallway. Like, yeah, everyone can see what you're doing, He wasn't Max. even doing it, like, secretly. He was just, like, sitting there drinking coffee. And like, yeah, like, talking to himself and this is the fucked up shit that's happening at this lab i hope you come here soon niece (laughs) i've attached i've attached a picture of a hand grenade just in case (laughs) he's just uh, he's just sending her the script that's all he's doing it's just the script (laughs) um yeah so uh what else happens oh the genetic super soldiers get released um at one point they kill anthony bourdain um, yeah, and then Gordon one of them get... in a corner, dressed. He's he's one of the the enemy mercenary soldiers that's just guarding the facility. Randomly in a corner, just standing there, gets fucking sawed in half by a machine gun. Then that's it. One and a yeah. half seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's just like in a lab coat. Just I don't even think he was a soldier. I thought he was just like a lab tech. Yep. Oh, was he? 
Yeah, he's like, he's literally one of like the um, he's literally like one of like the lab guys in the second level of Goldeneye where you're in the facility. He's like playing one yeah. of those dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> it's very funny. Um, and then so then they have the the T one thousand of the zombie super soldiers. Uh, they reenact scenes from Terminator Terminator oh, Two a couple yeah. times. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get he gets chopped in half. He shoots him with a shotgun, like the shotgun scene in the Foundry of Terminator mm-hmm. Two. There's a whole bunch of just straight ripped off Terminator Two gags. Yeah, well, even like movie. even like the sawmill scene where he like lures the guy in and he's crawling in and gets cut in half. That's yeah, like how right, like, right, that's yeah. like the end of the first Terminator Two. Yeah, like, can we yeah. can we highlight that like randomly in one scene where it's like they're showing off the uh, as somebody pointed out like their powder on steroids, like where they yeah. like. <laughs> When they're like, go like, oh yeah, you can shoot them wherever you want, just not in the eyes or the mouth. And then like everybody <laughs> for like the rest of the movie proceeds to shoot them like in their bulletproof vest, like or their tactical vest that they're wearing, and nobody <laughs> ever aims for their heads until it becomes like plot convenient to do so. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's like sure we're the soldiers who protect this super secret facility where they develop these soldiers, but we don't know anything about them. Like just yeah. in case they get out, why would we know that? <laughs> <laughs> we don't read the emails. <clears throat> <laughs> Read your emails, my um, tea. That's the lesson learned here from this movie. That's right. In order to disable the super soldiers, shoot them in the face. Thanks. And then we're left at the end. Um, Udo Care, uh, Krieger, Doctor Krieger, is left with his own uh, monsters. Um, while Jack and Valerie, and our favorite food guy, leave on a boat together. Wait. Um, I'm just realizing his his name was Krieger. Yeah, I was, was going to yeah, say, like, like, Ar- like, Archer, like Archer Krieger? Like Dr. Krieger from Do- Archer? Dr. Krieger, Oh, yeah. my God. It all makes so much more sense now. All right, this movie's <laughs> getting ranked even higher. <laughs> we, get so deni- we get so denied with that final scene, too, because you just see the, the scient- Krieger, the evil scientist, standing on the, yeah. the dock, and, like, the shiny chrome dome guys are coming over the super soldiers <laughs> and they're all coming around him. And then that's it. You don't see anything else happen. It just oh, cuts away. They definitely, they were setting up a number two yeah. for, in that case. Right. Yeah. But, I was thinking that same thing that they were setting up yeah. where they had to go kill all of the super soldiers after that. Right. Or like Udo care had a new plan, yeah. uh, that he was <laughs> executing on Dr. Krieger. Uh, but so Uwe Boll got the rights to far cry from Crytek. Before Far Cry One ever released. Oh, oh wow! Zach no. Gamble did not pay off. <laughs> so, this, <laughs> so this movie came out before Far Cry the video game. Is this movie no, technically? He, oh, they bought, okay. No, no, he no. bought the he rights bought the right. before. Oh, I see. The, okay. the yeah. movie he just right knew he was going to try to make a movie of it. God, wait, wait, so, when he was, so wait, what? What? So when we ball movies were out by this point. This movie came out what year? 2008. 2008. Yeah. And what year did he buy the rights? Do you know? Uh, I don't know the year. Because I like, well, wonder if, like, I if like, he bought the 04, rights and they were like, they saw Blood Rain, they see Alone in the Dark, and they go, oh, nah, fuck, they, what they have we done? Those movies, were, those movies weren't, yeah, yeah, probably. No, uh, but the well, thing Far, about it is... The first Far Cry so, came out in 04, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. so, so, Far, so Far Cry 1 was made by Crytek. The rights to the video game franchise got bought by Ubisoft, and they made Ubisoft made Far Cry Two. Um, oh. So Far Cry Two came out in two thousand eight. So this movie came out like right as Far Cry Two was coming out, and Ubisoft was like, "We fucking hate this movie." <laughs> right, right. That's insane. He, he had the, the rights. Like he that. had the rights for years at this point. 
Yeah, yeah. Eight, and he said years. they oh they are God. quoted as saying we aren't we aren't against the idea of a Far Cry movie. <laughs> we are against the idea of a UA ball making a Far Cry. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So he so, bought these rights before Blood Rain came out. Right, right. He's he's a savvy investor. Oh he's a motherfucking savvy investor. Yeah, I, I mean, he got paid, I guess, with his. He he budget. made he he made video game properties like the early two thousands Dogecoin. That's like what he treated <laughs> video game properties like. <laughs> People were down, and then they started seeing what was coming out. Oh shit! <laughs> so. That being said, where does this go on our list of video game movies, which currently goes from number one, Yakuza Like a Dragon, our last month's release, to number 19, Blood Rain. And I, I just have to say, I think this movie is better than Blood Rain. It oh, is 100%. 100%. Better than 100%. Blood Rain. If, we're, if we're going based on how good Hugo Stiglitz is in bed, he's a two or a three, <laughs> right? So Max. Towards the <laughs> Max. Max three. It was two, then she gave it was, him maybe a three. It was a maybe three, yeah. This may be a three, um, so we should be definitely I do think at the bottom of this, this list. In that this period. is a really bad, yeah, this is a really bad movie. It's charming, though, but I like, I think I enjoyed how ridiculous Alone in the Dark was more. Oh, I, I enjoyed this a lot more than Alone in the Dark. Yeah, I thought I, this was still yeah. fun. Um, I don't really, honestly, I don't, I can't remember enough of Alone in the Dark, but... I don't remember enjoying it. it. Wasn't. <laughs> um, this had at least some like good action. Okay, sorry. Okay, action you scenes. No. <laughs> um, Where? This, well, like, the, 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 car, the, the car chase <laughs> scene was alright. The boat chase yeah, scene was okay. alright. The no. yes when when they <laughs> jump when they make that jump on the boat. Come on. There was, was some really dumb. There was some cool parkour in this movie, though. Yeah, like, there was parkour. there was cool parkour. Yeah. I it had some that, endearing course. qualities, and you know, a weird sex scene. And... <laughs> I just like I cannot get over. The, I think that overall, the filming and the shots they did were super boring and like super just like rote um, for what they were doing. So yeah. I didn't. They also would like switch to nothing... switch to handheld. I think just to like. Make it shaky so you couldn't focus in on how shitty everything. Yeah, was. like and they did like the shaky shit to hide stuff. Yeah. They did like all the people with their terrible accents. The writing is fucking atrocious. Um, like I think this is a really bad movie. Like, all right, all very right. bad. May May I suggest we start at Wing Commander? I think it goes. I, I personally, I think it goes under Wing Commander. Oh wow! I I think, wow. Like, I, I think I might agree with you. Ooh. I. I, I enjoyed Wing Commander more than this movie. It's it's like Wing Commander. It's it's like, it's a tough call. But I think I like Wing Commander a little more than this movie. But where are you at? Where are you at, Chris? I'm, uh, I well, first I think Wing Commander. Uh, now that we've watched three Uwe Ball movies, I think Wing Commander is very <laughs> misranked amongst the three Uwe Ball yes. movies. But I think uh, I agree. I think <laughs> of the three. I'm starting to sense that as well. Yeah, when I when I look at the three Uwe Ball movies, I think this is probably the best of the three. Like alone, like when you were talking about like the way this movie was shot versus like Alone in the Dark. Like Alone in the Dark relied so much on. Uh, flabby skin Christian Slater having an awkward sex scene with Tyra Reed and also like weird strobe uh, weird strobe effects to rely on the action scenes whereas again I think as Tim was getting to like this movie has a scene where Max throws a 2x4 where he hits a super soldier in the head and then proceeds to run under 
that super yes. soldier and then like gores like uh somebody else and i was like well i mean that right there kind of kind of puts it the fucking top for me <laughs> plus also yeah. like here's, uh, here's what was uh what was her name the, the uh the evil sidekick of um the evil scientist uh, turn off when she just turn like off. when she just like fucking like slices the dude up with like the knife like towards the end i was like oh my god <laughs> this is like i was like the last like 15 minutes of this movie i was like all right this is this is uh this is some good video game movie shit right here. So uh <laughs> which uh which unlike Blood Rain does not involve any uh real life prostitutes that were probably uh conned into being in that movie. So uh I think it just goes right above Alone in the Dark and I will again say I think Wing Commander is perhaps is perhaps misranked. Do you think up or down? Up? Wing Commander? Right. Yeah. I think I think yeah. as we watched more of these like bad passionless movies like i think i look back at wing commander and think that like there was a lot of there was a lot of passion put into it and i think perhaps the execution was not was not executed the best but it's like there's a lot more like soul put into like wing commander i don't mm-hmm. um, i don't think we appreciated yeah. at the time with wing commander how fun that movie was well, compared to we, some of the other ones we were about to I watch did. but, but like it was such was a sh- early though right it was such like, a short yeah. list at the time and then it it's, somehow like, just got pushed down. I, I, Wing Commander Chris, I, is a, a product of other editions, though. Like, we watched it early, so it's been, like, moving around based on where we're putting other shit. Right, right. We're we're, we, are literally, we need to do a re-rank, I guess. We yeah, are, I was just thinking we should do... We are literally ranking Wing Commander in a realm where there are three movies around it that are the product <laughs> of, like, a tax, a tax scheme and a cash grab. So it's kind of like, you know, it makes me view Wing Commander in a slightly different light. Uh, but I think Alone in the Dark was just, I thought that was, like, painfully boring. I did not think that, that, uh, oh, I, I don't think Alone in the Dark should be as high as it is, but. So, I think, I think that, for me, this movie compared to Alone in the Dark, I think that this movie is a much better made movie than Alone in the Dark. <sighs> I think that, however, I enjoyed Alone in the Dark a lot more. Just because it was, so, like, that and again, this is a fight against my point. But that movie was so bad that in the middle of the movie, they just were like, "Okay, we're gonna stop being a thriller and we're gonna be just a balls to the wall action movie." And that was fucking bonkers. And I was like, "This is awesome," because <laughs> it was like a thriller, and they were trying to figure out what where these aliens were. And then all of a sudden, the aliens were there, and this was like an hour in the movie. It just turns into a gunfight after gunfight with these aliens that just came out of from out of nowhere. Yeah, it was awesome. I think I agree. I, I think I agree with that take. That it should probably. I I was gonna put it somewhere next, either above or below Alone in the Dark. I think, but I think that convinced me that that movie was more fun. Like and bananas all the way through. This movie was really painful. Like how much they kind of didn't give a shit about certain things. It was just like, <laughs> eh, writing. Who needs it? American accents don't need them. Uh, coherent plot line. This lady knowing what a grenade is. Like we don't need any of that. But somehow it was still charming. Like there, not that Alone in the Dark really had itself put together. But yeah, I, I think that was a more fun watch for me. I do agree, agree with you, Chris. Though, like Wing Commander should probably go higher. I don't know how we put Hitman and and like Uncharted so high on this list now, right? I mean, <laughs> now that I'm looking at yeah. it, Uncharted yeah. just had the production quality. I, I guess, guess it's like we said, it's all it's all a garbage dump down here at the bottom below <laughs> right, so below the wizard. When, but 
when we do the it really is when we do the great re-rank are we allowed to choose movies or do are we strictly hell yeah okay i was i was gonna propose that we collectively re-rank like a movie on this list since it's a shorter list because yes uh, i I agree with that i feel like we should re-rank collectively re-rank a few like we can do we can do our regular games re-rank but i think like as a group we should re-rank a movie yeah yes or maybe two or maybe two movies something like that yeah Anything everyone, below the wizard, yeah. Yeah, everyone pick two movies below the wizard and, and tell us where it should go. Yeah, I, I, I mean, because we just, we just don't do video, we just don't do video game movies as frequently. I almost like feel like, I think we're all in, in agreement that uh, Wing Commander has been done a great injustice. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, I almost like feel like dirty ranking Wing Commander gets like, I mean, I'm saying like, oh, I think, I think Far Cry was the best of the three Ball movies that we did. I mean, that's like. <laughs> God, like you're ranking like your 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 least worst STD. I mean, it's like Wing, you know, like, Wing Commander's not like in that category. You know, it's like I, I you know, I feel I feel like we're gonna come out of like an injustice here if we don't also make a like audible and say the like Wing Commander's gonna be above. Wherever this movie ranks, you know, like, let's let's not give Wing Commander too much credit, though. I believe that was also a cash grab scheme. I, did, I didn't say I didn't say I didn't say put it above Doom. I didn't say put it above Doom. The um, Chris Roberts, who is the director and also the creator of Wing Commander, the video game and the movie, he is currently making that uh, not Starfield, the spaceship one that is like endlessly coming out, never coming out. Oh, what is it? Citizen something? Uh, Star yeah. Citizen. Star Citizen. Yeah. yeah. And he's taken like $500 million in Kickstarter dollars, like funding, nope. like a ridiculous amount. And that game has just like never come out. And like people are playing it now, but like, how do you live up to the promise of that much money? <clears throat> how? He'll never. It doesn't make any sense. It's tough. That's why yep. Dewey Ball yeah. only takes sub- Thirty million dollars. <laughs> oh my god, Uwe Bowl should have been no like part of like Uwe Bowl should have been probably the Amico team. But um, so who's above <laughs> Alone in the Dark and who's below Alone in the Dark? I'm I'm below. I'm, 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 I'm above now. I'm above. Oh, You're above. Oh, I'm above. I'm below. Tim, where Tim, where are you? I honestly thought it should go above Doom because fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what? I, I never played Far Cry, but if if you're saying that this is somewhat what the story was of the first one, then I'm more inclined to actually put it higher. That's true. It. it you, you know uh, what I mean, I, mean, I just like this close. movie. My only reason I don't have any good reason here. I just liked it better than Alone in the Dark. I, I think it was more fun than Hitman. Um, yeah, but I mean, rough. I mean the bottom of the. I mean, this whole list is shit, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I I think it deserves to be above Alone in the Dark. Is is it more about? I guess it's more about its video game than Doom and Below. Looking at all of these, yeah, I'll yeah, look- uh, but I mean, like, yes, but I think also Doom was supposed to be, like aping Doom Three, which had just released, which I don't think any of us have really played. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so. So, Uncharted was definitely Uncharted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, Hitman was Hitman too, more or less. Uh, right. Yeah, that's true. I, with how even it was oh, so bad. But, but there's like, more chemistry <laughs> in this movie than that one between. Yeah, no, that's true. The, the two true. leads. That's true. 
So is it I, is it I, fair I, to say that we have a majority above Alone in the Dark with Mike? Should we put being, it right uh, at thirteen? I'm I'm below Alone in the Dark. I'm gonna put. You're it below. Right. You're below. Yeah. So we but we still have a majority, right? Over yeah, I think it's th- three. Three to three to two. So I, do we put it at number thirteen? I would say put it right at thirteen. I'm fine I can with live that. with that. Yep. Yeah. Some back-to-back Yui Bowl movies, right? At thirteen to fourteen. That's gonna be a lot of that on this list, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, all uh, rank, all his all movies together. Slide down a little bit further. Yep. Yui Bowl I mean, would be on well, uh, Star Citizen three if he was making that property right now. <laughs> like, he would have cashed out so hard. <laughs> if we, if if Yui Ball is listening to this and. Um, he wants to fight me in a boxing match. That's a negative. I won't do that. But <laughs> what? But Encore will. If you want to come on to, if you, <laughs> Encore will. <laughs> um, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. At, at him when you post the this episode. He is he is our resident resident cage fighter. So I think it makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Okay. But if he does want to come on, um, I will promise to give him zero dollars. But I will arm wrestle him if he wants to come on. Um, and I will, I will put, I will put whatever movie he wants to talk about at number one. That is my, <laughs> if we, my if we will to this, we re- rank, love re- we will. You're compromising the integrity of the list for Yui Bowl. But then, <laughs> but then we will, we will re-rank it immediately after. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there, <laughs> there is like one of his movies that like he swears is like the best movie that he he did. Oh no, it's not his video game movie. It's like his weird. Yeah, he has, like, some weird fucking gore-fest movie that, like, is, like, insight to his fucking psychopath mind that he thinks is, like, the best movie he ever did. But, um... I can't, we, I can't wait to see should it. Should we have that as, like, another wizard just because it's a Yui Bowl movie? Can just be uh, no, no. I Wikipedia it one night, and I said, well, I said, you're, you are a fucking psychopath. Like, I should actually... <laughs> I should actually view all your movies, like, through this lens from now on. Like... <laughs> Sounds like essential. See- sounds like an essential movie for this list, then. Yeah, no, I'm gonna, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that one there. I'm gonna leave that one there. Going, <laughs> this is. I was better not knowing this existed, but. <laughs> so congratulations to Far Cry. You are now number thirteen, lucky number thirteen on the endless list, of, or actually the video game list. I always do that every time. Um, there is no Rotten Tomato score for Far Cry that I can put on this ranking. Wow. Because that's how limited oh, really? really? you know, If we all went on there right now, it would be 100%. Oh, God. But it's below the wizard line, so we'd have to put it below 50% for integrity purposes. All right, I'll, I'll do negative, and it'll be a 50. <laughs> um, but yes, congratulations to Juve Bowl for having three movies on this list. Um, next week. What what game are we doing, Chris? Oh baby, it's near Automata. It's been five years, folks. We are playing the game that everybody was talking about in the year 2016, 2017. It's near Automata. Isn't it Automata? Isn't it Automata? Automata. Oh, sorry. I think there's sorry. a dispute. Automata yeah. I, <laughs> I think it's I think it's disputed what it actually is. I don't, mm. I don't know if it's all right. Well, what it well, is. one of us right. got it right. One of us got it right. So that's all. It um, we just have to. We just, I just have to watch the Yorha stage play, and then maybe I'll hear it said out loud. Oh shit! Um, but yes, we are doing that next week, and then next month we are adding Rampage. Chris is going to bring his copious amount of notes from his Spiral Bound notebook from his Odo Island podcast. Subscribe to that one as well. <laughs> um, and we will. And we will. Um, 
have him lead the discussion. I'm not even going to put down notes. Can't wait. Chris. Can't wait. I'm, I'm can't wait. Wait. This is the, the one with the rock, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the one with the rock, yes. It's, oh, nice. it's... I saw this. I, I think I saw this movie by myself at Assembly <laughs> Row. I, was, I had I, I, I like had days off when no one else did. You, like, fell asleep, right, you fell asleep during no, the Far Cry, and I, then you woke up and Rampage started playing. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to be watching that next I month. Enjoyed. But thank you, everybody. Thank you, Encore, Thanks, for sleeping. Mike. This was, uh, this was great. I, did, I will say, for the record, I did wake up and then finish this movie out. I'm a completionist. I'm a completionist. For Steve, s- thank you. Thank you. Uh, Chris. George! Good night. (laughs) And fuck you, Tim. Piss off.